0: Hello. Welcome to Courtney Watches Movies. It's the podcast in which I, the titular Courtney, review, analyze, and most likely overthink movies and the filmmakers who brought them to life. How in the world are you? Uh, I know it's been a while since I put up an episode. I've just been super busy and I just do this for fun. So I apologize, but yeah, I'm I'm back in the saddle. And it's funny to be starting with um, January, February movies, which are kind of known for being a bit of a A dead zone for films (laughs) like that's where the studios maybe put the movies they don't have a lot of faith in so of course I'm picking such a good time to restart so that's that's great (laughs) but today I'm going to be talking about Argyle it's the newest film from Matthew Vaughn a reclusive author who writes espionage novels about a secret agent and a global spy syndicate realizes the plot of the new book she's writing starts to mirror real world events in real time okay So this movie has had, or this movie has had quite the marketing strategy, hasn't it? It's been, what was that strategy? I saw a good marketing strategy. Okay, I'm I'm butchering that. Anyway, it's had quite the marketing strategy. I'm sure you've all seen the trailers several times if you've been to the movies lately. And I'm going to tell you right off the bat. Despite what the poster and the trailer might make it seem like, the cat is not a giant role, and Henry Cavill is really not a giant role. It's a little bit misleading. I think that it might upset people, but definitely the main characters are played by Bryce Dallas Howard and Sam Rockwell. So let's get that straight right off the bat. Okay, so Bryce Dallas Howard plays a writer named Ellie Conway. She lives in. I think it's implied like Colorado. She lives in a very beautiful mountainous area next to a lake. She is well known for a series of books called the Argyle series. And it's centered around the spy that she has invented named Argyle. Uh, He appears to her like she, she is imagining that he is real. And that is the Henry Cavill character he's aided by his assistant John Cena and when the movie opens it's a it's the book within the movie that she's writing the story Henry Cavill and John Cena are trying to capture a some kind of terrorist played by Dua Lipa and that's where the movie takes off they're trying to catch Dua Lipa and I don't even I feel really bad. I'm warning you now. I'm probably going to laugh a lot because there's just such absurdity to this film. (laughs) So, okay. Starting off, Dua Lipa. I don't get it. I don't get... Do people like her? Like, I don't... I'm sure she's nice, but whenever I see her, I just feel like she is a smirk in search of a personality, and I don't get it. I, I don't. I'm sorry, that was such a hater move. I, I'm really not a hater. I'm just perplexed. I'm very perplexed. But luckily, you realize pretty quickly, this isn't really happening. This is the story that this Ellie Conway woman is writing. And she, her, her mother is played by Catherine O'Hara. She sends the manuscript for the fifth argyle novel to her mother her mother's like this isn't really that good you need a different ending so she's gonna visit her parents and she gets on the train because she never travels by plane she gets on the train to go visit her mom sam rockwell approaches her oh no he's a super spy not dissimilar to the spy she writes about in her novels he saves her from a bunch of people that just, a bunch of agents that keep attempting to kill her. I mean, the body count is just ridiculous on this train. I think everybody on the train but her is, a, you know, a super spy out to kill her. He saves her from all these people. He's like, come with me if you want to live. And they start on a globe hopping adventure that is suspiciously similar to the storyline of her novels that she writes okay (laughs) here I go again all right oh man you guys know if you've listened to me before I want to be positive about movies because I love movies and I want to encourage people to go see them in theaters that is my goal I'm just I don't think I can do that for this bad boy (laughs) so um there are many 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 twists. It starts to become kind of comical the twists just pile on one right after the other. Again, I'm going to use the word perplexed. I, I don't really get This is such a good cast. I mean, I I would watch Sam Rockwell do anything. I I love Henry Cavill. Brian Cranston is in it. Like I said, John Cena, uh, Catherine O'Hara, who is just like a Canadian treasure, Ariana DeBose, and the, and Bryce Dallas Howard. It's a, it's a really good cast. And I just, this is such a strange comedy caper movie. I don't even know how to describe it. It's so tonally strange. It, it shifts constantly. It. The action scenes, which I get that that's Matthew Vaughn's thing, right? If you've seen The King's Man, he does like cartoonish violence. I just think this doesn't commit either way enough. Do do you know what I'm saying? Like, Do we commit to the cartoonishly over-the-top violence and just go full-fledged absurdist movie? Or not? And it's just, it's so all over the place. The action scenes feel so green screen, CGI in a bad way. It, it, it's to the point where I don't know if it's on purpose. Because this is an expensive movie. This is a big, huge budget. This is a super famous director. Very successful. And I'm trying to figure out, is the cheesiness intentional? No, I mean, I'm trying, because there's so many twists, I'm trying really hard to not give everything away. Although I do think that if you've seen a fair amount of movies, you'll probably guess the majority of them as they, before they come. So I'm trying really hard to be vague, but there's this one scene near the end where the two lead characters have this very over-the-top ridiculous gunfight scene, (laughs) I can't, I'm so sorry, it just keeps killing me when I think about it, is this really over-the-top gunfighting scene, and it's followed a few minutes later by a very long over-the-top ice skating slash knife fight scene. And they're really close together and they're both too long and that's kind of emblematic of what i take issue with in regards to the entire film everything is too long the movie is two hours and 20 minutes that's to in my opinion and again i'm just a person who enjoys films i'm just a person but in my opinion that's really long for a comedy spy caper I think that a movie in that genre could easily be a a tight 145 to two hours, but 220, you know, by about an hour and 50 minutes in, I could feel the audience lose their interest in what was happening. And I was too. In fact, when I, when I spoke about the drawn out gunfight. I had to fight the urge to just leave, and that's very unusual for me. I try very hard to not walk out on films. I want to give them my full attention, uh, because I think that a lot of work goes into making movies, and I want to give them that respect. But I, I almost left, because I was just like, this is really strange. It's just, it's over the top. Yeah. So what I wanted to say was the CGI, not great. I can't tell if that's on purpose. If you know, you let me know. I really don't, I really don't understand. Um, it's way too long. There's too many twists that are, I think too obvious. The third act is really too long. And I'm not one of those, I don't like to say, oh, you need to follow the rules of writing. Whatever they, I'm doing, rules and air quotes—the rules of writing, the rules of storytelling. Just because I think people should feel free, more free than that with art, right? Like, let's not talk about the rules, but I do think it's healthy to go, okay, what are some techniques to keep the audience interested in the story? And this just does a lot of things wrong, and unfortunately you don't really feel for the characters in my opinion and again your mileage may vary but i don't think this movie is going to do very well i typically can guess i put movies into a few different categories right there's the obvious blockbusters that are going to be successful no matter what and they're probably not even that good there's movies that are great and I genuinely love them, but I don't think they will find an audience in the current climate and with how expensive going to the movies is. And I believe you, me. I have sympathy for that. My my local theater just raised their prices starting with the new year. I have sympathy for that. Um, but then there's also movies that I think are just not good, and they're they're not really going to find a, an audience because they don't deserve it. And I think I would put this in, in the, that category. I can't even in, recommend people see it. Because I don't know. It's too It's too drawn out. It's too boring. And it's odd. Because you would not expect such a wonderful cast. And such a colorful concept. To be so uninteresting. Because I don't know about you. But. A way to get my attention would be a spy caper. There's tons of movies like that that I love. I was honestly excited when I thought, "Oh, you know, Henry Cavill in another spy movie because I put The Man from Uncle, which was a Guy Ritchie film he was in a few years ago, under the category of um it's a great film and it didn't really find a good audience, which I think is a shame because it's hilarious and if you've never seen it, I would recommend you see that. It's wonderful. I know it's him and Army Hammer, who I know is um canceled and not super popular anymore, but they have really good chemistry in that movie. It's way better than this. It does what this was trying to do better and it's a better use of his comedic timing. And I do think, as I said earlier, the marketing was misleading. Henry's in it very little and I don't, he's in it so little that i think it would have made more sense to have him as a surprise cameo and to not make him the center of the marketing and what boggles my mind around about this is okay yeah henry cavill's very attractive and people really like him for that reason and he is but sam rockwell who is a huge character in this is phenomenal you know anybody who's like a movie person I think really likes Sam Rockwell and he he's the best part of the movie he really shines and he elevates the material as much as he can and he is very funny he has really good comedic timing um and Bryce Dallas Howard does a good job too you know she she seems great I think she needs to pick better projects for sure but I don't I could never say I dislike her, you know what I mean? And Brian Cranston, I don't know, even know what he's doing in this movie. He's he's great, but his character's very one note. It's like they told him, okay, just scowl the whole time. And that was his one note for performance. And Catherine O'Hara, you know, she's interesting. She's great. We all love her, right? Moira Rose, and all of her other iconic characters. And she adds a little bit of texture in the movie she has some she has some dimension to her character as much as she can but again a lot of these wonderful people are just wasted oh my gosh and i have samuel l jackson is in this samuel l jackson and his part is so inconsequential that i just remembered that think think about forgetting about samuel l jackson <laughs> okay. but that perfectly illustrates what i'm talking about it's like these people are just thrown away All he does is clap and watch a Lakers game. (laughs) I can't stop laughing because I'm just in shock. Like, I wanted to like this so much. This had so many ingredients and so much potential to be so up my alley. And I'm just, like, floored. (laughs) I'm floored. Oh my gosh. And then apparently... This is, you know, spoiler alert, but I don't know who this who is spoiling it for. There's a mid credit scene after the film that implies something very strange. That maybe this Ellie Conway woman wrote the Kingsman no- novel, like wrote the Kingsman stories? Or that this fictional agent she's been writing about is real after all. And works for the Kingsman? I don't know. I was kind of looking around the room going, Is anybody just like, (gasps) With excitement about this? Because I'm just confused. (laughs) I don't know. I feel so bad. I hate talking this negatively about something. But, oh my goodness. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to give this, I'm not going to give this a very good score, but the score I'm giving it is for Sam Rockwell just being a shining beacon, and the performers in general did a good job with with what they had, so I think I'm going to give this a four which might be generous. I don't know. Jeez. <laughs> oh, well, hopefully I'll have better news next the, for the next movie I see. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but yeah, I'm going to do a four. What a good start to 2024. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs> don't forget to like, subscribe, all that jazz. Leave me a rating. Follow me on Instagram at Courtney the human or Courtney watches movies I'm both on there and I hope you have a beautiful weekend whatever you're doing have a good one bye bye everybody